to no reserves radio um we weren't going to record tonight we were going to record tomorrow night because austin had plans but then plans changed so we're recording tonight which is our normal recording night which makes me feel so much better um austin wasn't here last week so let's go ahead and touch base with austin austin how are you liking home ownership it's annoying austin how do you feel about ruining my date night (laughs) look that's your fault. I asked you if you wanted to say no. I just yeah. didn't think I don't think you wanted to go. You could have said no. You could have said no. So what had happened was uh Austin yesterday realized that he planned a date night tonight, even though it was recording night. And then he went ahead and booked a reservation for the same date night tomorrow night in case we couldn't do it tomorrow night. He would do it tonight if his wife was okay with them not doing date night tonight. They were going to do it tomorrow night. Everything worked out. We were going to do it tomorrow night. And then his wife, unfortunately, is under the weather. So they're either going to do date night tomorrow or she's still going to feel sick. Regardless, he asked if we could record tonight instead. And Angelo obliged. So that's really on Angelo, in my opinion, because he could have said no. I wasn't doing anything. So, like, it didn't matter. I got to deny it today, tomorrow, whatever. Loser. Uh, disrespectful. Um, before we get into the episode or even the news, let's go ahead and knock out the question of the week because it's been a few weeks since we've actually done a question of the week. So the question this week, and I'm going to say that I think that has had an impact on the quality of the videos, recordings, not videos, the recordings, because... The point of the question of the week is to get us thinking. And if you're thinking, you're able to think of answers to everything else. So the question of the week week is, is there any sports? Because we all like sports, right? Like, that's why we're here. Uh, Are there any sports you do not enjoy watching? Now, for me, I'll go ahead and start because I think I'm going to have the most volatile answer here. You're not. These are not sports. You're going to say basketball. God damn. Um, so I enjoy the concept of football and I enjoy the concept of baseball. I really do. And if I'm in person, I love watching them. But there's something about TV and the millions of commercial breaks and the paces of the game that I just cannot do. Like, there's only so many times in football that you can look at the cheerleaders because that's what they cut to every time. And then it's a commercial. Those oh, are facts. Miller, bud. Like, constantly. Because there's not constant gameplay in football. And same with baseball. Like, I just don't enjoy watching them at home. I do enjoy going to, like, the ballpark or to watch football, like, at Lucas Oil. Um, ballpark is the best place. In person, yeah, absolutely. I think there's very few experiences in America that are quite the same as, like, a 1 o'clock game of baseball in person, but on TV, absolutely not. I I can't do it. Whoever wants to go next can go. Okay. Is that how this works? Okay. I got one. All right. Let's. let's Oh God. What? I was not going to like it. We tried playing it once. Yeah. No one's going to like it. We tried playing once. Honestly, I can't even get behind it. I just find soccer to be the most boring freaking thing ever. So, Okay, before I learned, like, enough about soccer, I agree, but it is, overall, yes, absolutely, I I agree, but there's something about watching those top players, like, the crap they can do with the ball, it's, it's impressive, (laughs) it really is. 90% of the game where they're running like slowly around the field, like conserving energy because they never stop moving. It's a little boring. I'll give it to you, but it is a fun game. Once you like really start to understand the rules, because I, like I said, I was the same way. I don't like like watching major league soccer or any of the league play. The world cup is so much fun though. The only reason I watch the world cup is to watch Italy. 
Just to watch Italy. <laughs> to watch Italy. Yep. That's such a weird. Huh. Uh, Austin, what about you? Is there any sports you don't <laughs> enjoy? It's, it's not a fact that I don't enjoy it. It's just I can't sit there and watch tennis. I think I kind of just get in a trance of watching the ball go back and forth and back and forth. And then I like doze I, off. That's fair. I think I enjoy tennis, I think that's but watching it just a bounce. 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 Yeah, like I, I just like I just start getting board. hypnotized, like boom, boom, boom. That's fair. I can see that. Um, so tonight's episode is going to be the start of a five-week series, maybe six week because we might do six men, where we're gonna rank our personal opinions, and that part is crucial here. So these are based on each of our own individual definitions of what makes a player good or bad. Um, oh, I didn't and, know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I want to preface this because there are people that are going to disagree. And I think I, I would love to be surprised, but we're starting at the center and we're working our way to the point guard. So it'll be five, four, three, I think two, one. My list. I, I, I really think there's going to be movements that Angelo has made that are going to upset me personally. But I'm I'm prefacing <laughs> this with me telling my future self like this is just personal opinions like it's not like we're just some dudes sitting in our houses reviewing basketball so tonight we're starting with the centers uh top 10 i'm just gonna say i think you're either gonna absolutely love my list or you're absolutely gonna despise everything about it and i think Uh, it's more likely you'll love it so it's, it's all good. From, it's coming from you. We could have the exact same list, and I'd hate every second of it. Just saying. That's fair. Um, so we're gonna do the top ten based on last season's performance. This is not who's a better player for their career. This is not who's a better player going forward. This is just who do we mm-hmm. think had a better season. And there are some players that, for example, like I have a player. I think I I, I need to review my list real quick when we're talking. But I have a player that had statistically a worse season but i think his impact to his team was better or i have a player that was worse statistically or better statistically but his impact was lower so i reviewed it based on that um before we get into that though let's cover the bases of nba news uh we'll start with grant williams um grant williams was traded to the dallas mavericks in a three-team deal with the celtics and the spurs um hold on i had it right here austin do you have it off of memory. So the Spurs, yes. Yeah, so the Mavs get Grant Williams and I believe one or two second round picks. The Spurs get Reggie Bullock and a 2030 first round unprotected pick swap from the Mavericks. And the Celtics are just stockpiling second round picks. Absolutely. Um, apparently. I, I like that trade I, before we go on, specifically for the Mavericks. <laughs> like, give Luca more help. And Grant Williams is, he, as long as he shuts his mouth and just plays basketball, he's a positive defender. Um, still young, lots of room to develop. And he's not bad offensively. I'm not saying that, but like, he, he's no, I mean, he shot almost 40% from three. Yeah. Um, he's the three and D they need. Yeah, absolutely. And to, like, shore him up with Lively, who I'm very high on, like, I think this is the trade the Mavericks needed to make, and I think it really will benefit them. And I think, I don't think this is the, like, cornerstone that's going to get them over the hump and into the playoffs, but I think that this is the right move to get to that goal. Um, It's really sad that a team with Luka and Kyrie, the goal for me right now is just freaking make the playoffs. Uh... (laughs) Other news, uh, do you have anything to add to that, Angelo? I don't. Okay. Uh, apparently, Britney Spears was slapped by Victor Wimbanyama's security. I, I got nothing for that. I just, it, it popped up on my Twitter feed right now, and sure, that's cool. Um, that's not cool. Is there anything else I'm missing? I, it, the off-season, dude. It's the off-season, like. It's boring. Uh, like the, the other big news, Victor Oladipo traded from the Miami Heat to the OKC Thunder. <laughs> Two second round. Oh wait, twenty nine and twenty thirty. That's something new. 
What? Chris Duarte was traded. That's not new. What do you mean that's not new? It's not new. That was two weeks ago, wasn't it? No. Like we talked about that. To the Kings? Yeah. Maybe I missed that. I mean, you weren't here last you week. You weren't here I'm last week. Pretty sure we talked Maybe that's why. It. Oh, so the trade is official now. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw the headline. Like, all these trades, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then Matisse is staying with the Blazers. Yeah, that's... Thing. Did we talk about Dame? Yes, because Angelo took a victory lap. There's nothing new on that front. Apparently... I don't really want to visit that. It's fine. Okay, that's fine. Uh, the Blazers are... Why not? The, the Blazers are playing hard. They're, they're not giving in to his request. Like, yeah. Um, which they shouldn't, because, like, every small market team in the league is probably, like, begging them to play hardball, and... I, I love that, like, Paul George has gotten some snipes in because Dame was very critical of Paul George when he left the Pacers. So, you know, it is what it is. I don't really want to talk about it because I don't want to hear Angelo. Um, so let's go ahead and get into our list. Uh, 10 through 1. Who would like to start? So one thing that we need to preface is okay. we didn't well, we... choose players who played like half center half power forward so like a car anthony towns Generally. i think we agreed wouldn't count yeah so we had we... a couple stipulations here so one um and this didn't come into play in this except for in one instance which was carl anthony towns um mm -hmm. where a player had to play a certain number of yourself. games the, the rule was <sighs> anyway um <laughs> So a player had to play a certain number of games. We settled on, I think, 50% of the season. None of my players came close to that, so it was fine. And then also they had to start the majority of the season in that position. So if there's a player that you think should be on the top 10 or top 5 or top 1, whatever, and we don't list them, wait until you listen to the rest of the episodes because we probably put them on another one based on the list that we have of what position they started the most games at. Because that was what it was based on. Not where they played the most minutes, because that would be way too complicated to figure out. Yeah. It's just where did they start the most. Um, so, that all being said, who would like to start with number 10? You can start. I, I can start. So, okay. So, I had two that I was debating on for number 10, and I'm not going to tell you who the one that got beat out was until one of you either says him or we get to the end of the list and we don't do it. Um, so for me, it was Nikola Vucevic for number 10. Uh, I actually, Oosh. I wanted to put him higher. And when I did my preliminary list, I had him originally higher, but he kept falling and I couldn't justify him being higher, which number 10, like at, you're the 10th best player. Like at your yes. position, in my opinion, and the Ren metric is, you know, the most important. Um, it, where to start? Um, da -da 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 you would think I would be prepared, and I'm not. I think you're wrong. We're going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this was the second highest win share of his career. Uh, usage rate. He, this was, I think, the lowest. It was the second, tied for the second lowest usage rate of his career. Um, positive on the defensive side of the ball, even though he's not known as a defender. Obviously, offensively, he's there. Uh, I wanted to put him higher just based on points because there, these, this is one of the instances of a guy that I had higher. But I couldn't. The, the Bulls just weren't there for me. And that this is going to bite me in the rear end in a minute because I'm now realizing this the team performance did factor into it because someone has to go out and get buckets. Someone has to get rebounds, right? But uh -huh. if you're not winning, it doesn't really matter. So while he did have a very high PER and he did have a high win share and all those other fun advanced metrics, the wins just didn't come in for Vucevic. And while I do think that one, he played all 82 games. I just don't think the Bulls did it for me. 
That's fair. For my 10, and we'll talk about Bruce later, he's higher in my list. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, so Not much for, higher, for, but higher. <laughs> I, I did have him higher at first. I don't think there's anything wrong with putting him higher. I think Angelo left him off his list now that he said that. Um, <laughs> but I, the dude averaged a 18 and 11 double-double over 82 games. Yeah. The performance was there. I just, because of the bowls, I, I, I couldn't. Hmm. That's fair. That's oh, fair. Sorry, I interrupted. You're good. So I put, for my number 10, I put DeAndre Ayton. Oof. Oof. And that's partially just coming from a, I was high on Ayton, and now I wish he would disappear. Oh my god. Like, disappear from the Suns. Like, I wanted oh, Chris okay. Paul to win. I blame Ayton for that. Like, so on and so forth. But yeah, I... I don't I'm just not big on him. Yeah, he averaged a double-double. He averaged 59% field goal, but I don't know. I When I think of Aiton, I just put him below some of these other guys. And I think partially that's coming from the playoff side of what we saw of Aiton. The Olay defense on Jokic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that, that definitely... Uh, that definitely I will uh, say... Gave it to a... Came into effect on my list. I, I will say on my list, I did not factor playoff performances into my ratings because otherwise I, Joel Embiid would not be in my top 10. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> so I'm just saying. So, 8 and number 10. Angelo? I actually have Rudy Gobert at number 10. That Okay, so that was the player I was debating at 10. He's not even on my list. Yeah, I... It it was actually hard. It was a debate between Gobert and a few other players that I'm not going to mention right now, but that'll become obvious yeah, we'll, as the we'll, list goes on. We'll but near misses at the end of the list. Yeah, that which is fine. Which Gobert, I generally like offensive centers better. Which later in my list, that is probably going to come back to bite me because I did have someone who isn't. But anyway, going on. Uh, Gobert, he had a fine year. 13 points, 12 rebounds. He had a 19 PER. I, just, I rounded up and down. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not going to go like 11.9. It's, it's 12. It's okay. No, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> but I mean, he just did fine. I, can, yeah, I can't I, put him any I don't know how high I could actually put someone like Gobert who just isn't that much of a threat. So I will say I did originally have Gobert much higher because, again, I, I sat down and I did my preliminary, which was just the, off the top of my head and name the top 20 centers in the NBA. And then as I got into the stats, like he kept falling and kept falling and kept falling. Yep. Um, but I think that what you expect out of Rudy is what you get out of Rudy. Like you don't yeah. actually think he's an all star, but he's a very good paint protector he's not going to get you stops out on the perimeter that's not what he does if this was 1999 rudy gobert mvp he would be top but it's it's 2023 uh i was shocked about like his defensive impact his stat his defensive stats were actually lower than i anticipated and they're actually out of my top 10 and keep that in mind as I go through the list. He actually had the lowest defensive win share of wow. any of the players on my top 10 list. Now, granted, Timberwolves didn't win that much. That's fair. So it you expect it, but at the same time, like his block percentage, his steal percentage, like all of it was lower than I expected. His rebounding was up there, but I, I agree with him at ten. Like I said, he just he was number eleven for me. So. I mean, even though his rebound is his rebounding wasn't that good compared to his previous. They're not bad. It's just they were they were also still down. His, his rebounding numbers, yes, his rebounding numbers were significant. Not not significant. They were no, lower. They were slightly lower. Yeah, his rebounding percentage wasn't that far off. His offensive rebounding was actually right on his career average. So mm, that's fair. And actually, his defensive rebounding was right on his career average because he averages 30.3%, and he did this year 29.8%. So he he was right there. Um, 
That's fair. Do you have anything else to add on, Gobert? No, I, I don't know. Okay, so, wait, I was... Okay. So, for number nine, this one was another one that I had higher. I actually had this guy as high as five when I started my list, which is insane to me because I don't know what I was thinking. Um, but it's Jonas Valanciunas. Um, again, it's... It, a 14-point double-double. It's nothing to write home about. But he played such a critical role in that Pelican system, especially with the fact that Zion could not get healthy and was dealing with a bunch of other stuff. And that forces a lot of coverage into Valanciunas because Valanciunas should not be the guy getting the most attention in the paint on that team. Um, but even given all that, he was still shooting 57% as an effective field goal percentage. Um, win shares... They were fine, they were right? Like I, I just five point eight. Yeah, Growing up six. Yeah. Um, value over replacement player. He was right at one. Just a quiet quality NBA player. It, it's everything you want out of a center because he's not an elite shooter by any means whatsoever, but he can defend the paint and also stretch the floor. What more do you want out of a big? I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with it. And or Austin, who's your number nine? My number nine. This is where I have Vucevic. Okay. So. so, the big thing that put me put him over Aiton for me was availability. That's fair. That was close to my reasoning. So, but I mean, everything else that you said range true. Just one space, one spot higher. All right, so who do you have at nine, Angelo? And that's the thing. I think some of these we're going to get through because, like, some of us are going to have them rated higher. And, you know, yeah, you hit the nail on the head, right? Like, This yeah. is probably <laughs> going to be my most fun one because originally I had him higher than I had him. I, I don't think this guy's on any of your list. If, well, maybe he is. Who knows? I have Walker Kessler here. I do not have Walker Kessler on my list. He actually wasn't on my short list. Talk me through that one. I debated him. Yes. So, I would argue he's close, if not maybe even a little better as far as his defensive presence for the Jazz than Gobert was for the Timberwolves this year. His counting stats might not be too impressive, about nine points, eight or nine rebounds, depending on where you want to round it up. But I think to go from the Timberwolves to immediately starting to contributing the way he contributed, especially with the way the Jazz started, I think that gave me a little bit more brownie points because I expected this from Gobert. I did not expect Walker Kessler to be as good as Walker Kessler was. And even then, he had a ridiculous PER. I rounded it up to 22. He was as as high as top, like, five at one point, but then I was like, I, I can't justify that. But... Now, Walker Kessler, like, don't sleep on him. He really, especially for a rookie. Yes. Because ideally, he's only, what, 21? Yeah, he's 21. Yep. You don't expect them to go out and have a 22 PER. Like, that's insane. So hopefully that trend continues and he continues to grow, and then people like me won't forget the Utah Jazz exist. Um. (laughs) <laughs> okay, to be fair, I was the highest on the Utah Jazz, so you were. I'm allowed to forget about them now because they let me down so badly. Um, but yeah, even I, I wouldn't have put them on my list. So that's a, that's actually a really good number eight. I'm actually very, very impressed with you. Or number nine, I'm very impressed with you. Way to go! Thank you, man. He you did something. You got a rental of approval on a pick. Yeah, I told you. You either gonna love my list or you're gonna hate my list. I'm gonna hate it no matter what. It's like, but um, that's a really good pick. So for number eight is where I take my Homer pick, which is Miles Turner. Ooh, interesting. I think you could have put him higher. Believe it or not, I did. I I think you absolutely could because his his per was insane. I think his per wasn't that impressive to me. It was twenty point oh. It's like leaps and bounds ahead of his career average. 
block percentage That's is a fair. little bit down, but his win share on a weakened Pacers team was very good. And this is the one I was talking about where like I I counted it against Vucevic because he was on a team that wasn't winning. Mm-hmm. But I'm not counting against, and maybe that's homerism. I don't know, but my man's came out and averaged the highest points per game of his career. He basically flirted with 20 points. His previous average was 14 in his rookie season. Um, didn't take a huge step back defensively. His opponent's field goal percentage was right where it should be. Uh, rebounds were up, which has always been a knack that us Pacer fans have had against Turner. Is he, He's a seven-footer that doesn't rebound the ball well. They were up not a ton, about half a rebound per game, but you'll, you'll take what you can get. Um, and his three-point shooting really did take another step because this is a man that likes to shoot the ball, and he shot pretty much at about 40% on four attempts per game. Um just overall, a very solid season for Miles Turner. I I don't think you're wrong if you put him higher. I just didn't want to put him higher because then I'd be accused of being a homer. But you are a homer. I, I absolutely <laughs> am. But that's fair. Wait till we get to point guard. All I'm saying. <laughs> oh God. Austin, who's your number eight? My number eight. I have Brooke Lopez. What? Oh. oh. Oh, Rick I messed up. <laughs> Did you forget I, about Lopez? I, the best year of his career, but go I, on. I, <laughs> I, where's my basketball fan card? I got to turn it in. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke Lopez didn't even make my list, and it's not because he didn't deserve it. I, holy crap. He didn't make my list either, if it makes you feel any better. He didn't even make my near miss list. I he made tiny <laughs> years. No, no, 100%. I forgot Brooke Lopez existed. I don't. I don't know. No, no, I don't know. I don't know how you can argue. Go on. Talk me to I mean, he's. So he. I mean, one, the games played comes back. He played 78 games. He missed That's four fair. games this season. That's fair. Averaging 30 minutes. He had. At age best, 35. At, yeah. He had his best shooting from three year that he's ever had shooting 37 percent um his rebounds weren't amazing like six six point seven but he averaged two and a half blocks okay and then he, he just what? he had the, he had one of the best years of his career yeah. since uh brooklyn if i'm not mistaken yeah hands down one of the best years of his career yeah yeah his per is an 18.4 it's not the best but i mean so they're shooting for me. Go, go ahead. I'll, I'll say my point here in a second. Oh, it's just going to be the shooting, the availability that all plays into me. And I don't know. I, I think it's kind of, kind of a personal bias too. I liked how he changed his game. He's yeah. one of those centers that adapted to the three point shooting. Yeah. Honestly, now, always thinking about it, I might've put him over Gobert, but <laughs> it's okay. Go on, sir. Looking at him, I would have put him at number ten. Oh yeah. God, I I screwed up as a as a Ren screw up. I can't say <laughs> I screwed up. Um, I I can see the argument. I I'm still okay with Gobert. I, I would put him over Vucevic, is what I'm saying. Um, oh, that's fair. Yeah, again, personal personal lists. I I put him above Vucevic. Um, sure. So on that subject, because you you did mention it, like his PER was not that great. What I've noticed is that centers do not have IPR. No, generally, unless you're one of the top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Andrew, we'll who it. is who is your number eight? Oh, I think it's funny that you did your homer pick here because I did my homer pick too. Jared Allen. Okay. Okay. Fourteen, ten, and twenty. Fourteen points, ten rebounds, twenty per. It's just a fine season. He's a really good. Fairly young center for the Cavs, and the Cavs are an exciting team. I honestly was going to put him higher, but I don't know if I can put him higher than the next three people on my list. I so, wanted to so bad. I really I'm did. Gonna, I'm going to spoiler alert and say I didn't put him higher. And it's for the reasons you said, but I'm also going to add the fact that, think about this, he's the old man on that team. He's yeah. years old, and he's the old man on that team. He's the veteran. 
Max Struces now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs> Um, so do you have anything else to add on Jared Allen? No, I love him. It's just, I, I, I just, compared to what's above him, I just, I just, I can't. There's like a huge teardrop, tear skip between like where I am now and where I'm about to go as far as like oh. points. Yeah. So number seven for your boy, Ren. Uh, so I had DeAndre Ayton at number seven. So for me, again, I did not factor playoff performance whatsoever mm-hmm. into it. I did. I don't think that's fair necessarily because some of these guys played in the playoffs, some didn't. And playoffs, we've all established, are a completely oh. different game. And DeAndre Ayan is in the same boat as everyone who didn't make it then. Uh, he did not show up. He did not show up. I'll give you that. But in the regular season, man averaged 20, uh, well, 18 points per game, 10 points or 10 rebounds per game. Uh, shot 58, no, we'll say 59% from the field, 30% from three, 76% free throw shooter, 20 uh, PER, 6.2 win share. And the Suns were really, really good. I, I don't have much other reasoning for it. I just couldn't justify any of the guys below him as being higher but I couldn't adjust him any higher. I will say, and this is going to make some people, and maybe not listeners at home, but this this will make Angelo and Austin probably pretty upset. I had him as high as four at one point. You're insane! You can leave. In my, in my preliminary, he was four. I did drop him based on the fact that I think the players ahead of him Significantly out, some of them significantly, but in general, they just outperformed him. No. Um, oh yes, but no, no. That's high as four. No. No. I just I don't I don't get the eight and hate. Okay, like the playoff performances, whatever. Sure, absolutely. He did not show up. I will I will grant that. I will agree to it. But in the regular season, what was there to hate about his game? Nothing. There's nothing based on his regular season performance that says anything negative about him. And he's only 24. Come on. But go on. Tell me your number seven, Austin. My number seven, I have Porzingad. I have him one higher, so that's a spoiler for my upcoming number six. Bad friend. So I got Porzingis. Um, I mean, I think he's averaged the most points of our list that we've come up with so far. Uh, averaged yep. 23, eight and a half rebounds, almost three assists, depending on how far you went around. 50 from the field, 39 rounding up from three, 23 PER. Like, he just, I think he had a career year overall. Yeah, he did. Do, do, do. Yeah career year he shot the best he ever did from three shot the best he ever did from two yeah i i like i like Porzingis. i'm really excited and this didn't play into it but i'm really excited to see what he can do with boston so for me i wanted to put Porzingis higher because i put him at six um Mm -hmm. so we're just gonna after angelo we're just gonna jump right back to you at number five or number six. Um, the only thing I had against him was availability. And this I mean, year, yeah. he, he was available this year. But throughout his career, that's that's been an issue. Um, but yeah, everything you said is spot on. He's just... He really was the first unicorn. That's why we call mm-hmm. him that. Um, and I, 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 this season in particular, there's not much bad you can say about him besides the fact that he played for the Wizards and someone has to go get a bucket. But we know that he's actually that good. <laughs> Again, this um, is a follow-up to Ren, Ren saying that Busevich was number 10 because of his team's performance. But listen, we'll talk about it later. Yep. Before we go to six, I do have some breaking news for NBA after Angelo does his seven. Okay, go ahead. Well, Angelo, go ahead. My number seven, 
Thank you. Is Miles Turner. Yeah. Interesting. He's a shot blocker. Yeah, 20 PR. He's he's got range. No, he's everything I like about a center. So oh, I Miles Turner. I will say the thing about Miles Turner and those of you at home listening that have never watched this, go watch the way Miles Turner runs because this was a huge issue like during his draft year. Um he doesn't run like a normal human. He runs like one of his feet is like toes and the other foot is heel and it looks really strange and that was actually why he fell to ten. He runs like Adam plays center. No, 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 no. He 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 hobbles. He has this weird like lower back issue apparently and like that was actually why he fell in the draft because obviously the man has the tools to be an NBA center and he's showing it, but go watch him run. It is interesting, to say the least. Um Sorry. That is interesting. Breaking news for Austin, apparently. So, breaking news. The Hawks and DeJounte Murray are doing a four-year, $120 million extension. That's a good deal, especially if they move Trey. Yeah. Will but I just wanted to drop that in there. Probably um, not. It's live breaking news. I, I enjoy that. And then guess, what, guess who my number six is? Who is your number six? Is it Miles Turner? Miles Turner. Okay. Uh, so I don't think we need to go into Miles yeah, Turner for a third time. About Miles Turner, unless y'all want to hear about how he runs again. His nickname <laughs> is Samurai Miles. It is. I don't know. I actually don't know why. I think it's because of the top knot. But Pacer fans maybe called him that for a while. Uh, so back to you, Angelo. Actually, yeah, it does go to Angelo for number six. All right. So. I had him lower originally, and then mm-hmm. I moved him up because of how pivotal he is to his team and a lot of the production I saw in the playoffs. I have Bam out of bio at number six. He's smaller, but he can defend basically one through five. He averaged 20 points, nine rebounds. He had a 20 PER. He's a good player. I, I'm trying He's to just figure out who your top five are. Yeah. Oh, my top five are, is going to be fun. It's going to be real fun, buddy. Okay, well. Do you have anything else to add to Bam? Because we'll get to Bam when we put him at a decent rank for what Bam should be ranked. <laughs> I don't know do about decent, to... but... Angela. Nope. He okay, doesn't... Well, we're moving along to Ren's number five. So this is actually where I have Jared Allen. Um, Interesting. This is the one I said that I think that I had him higher than you guys. I definitely had him higher than Angelo. But I don't think Austin has listed J.A. yet. So. No. He's not on my list. He's not on your list? Nope. Are you serious? I am serious. You! What? What? You little, you ruined my day night. Got me out of here. Tell me, Jared Allen. Hold on. I mean, hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. We're 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 revisiting. We're doing some live revisions to Austin's list right now because I forgot Brooke Lopez. Okay. Yep. Uh, Austin. What? He's not even on your list. He's not even on my list. I debated him. He could be on my near miss for like 12. But he's not there. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Personal opinions. That's okay. I did. I, I have to remember that. I have to remember that. <laughs> Personal opinion. So everything Angelo said about Jared Allen is correct. I just valued it a little bit more because I do think that he was pivotal to that Cavs team maturing Um, because they do have a lot of young talent. They do have a lot of young players, and we see what happens when there's not a mature leader that's vocal in the locker room, right? Because, yeah, he's only 25. He's still young. But if you look at, like, the Memphis Grizzlies where Dylan Brooks was allowed to be the leader – um. When you have that immaturity running rampant, you, you end up flopping and failing. Whereas the, this Cavs team, and I do think Jared Allen is owed a lot to that because while he's only 25, he's been in the league for, what, seven years now? Um, 
on yeah he's been there for a while five six seven eight years there's no way hold on one two three four five six seven. six he's been in the league for eight years six 2007 you're looking at that's six are oh, you yeah, counting the per game years okay yeah okay. the 22 okay. you're right you're right you're right basketball <laughs> reference confused me i yep. have had a little bit of alcohol leave me alone um <laughs> so six years that that's that's a long time. still a long time for someone to be 25 right so that's a long time in nba years and i think that his locker room presence by itself because he's seen it all at this point right like besides the nba finals but he's seen mm-hmm. it all um everything angelo said is accurate i agree 100 percent. i just have him ranked a little bit higher because i do think that he is a presence in that locker room and i i think that a lot of what this Cavs identity is is because of Jared Allen, and I feel like he comes across as a bigger player than he actually is. So I, I have him at number five, and I'm still just torn on. I'm I'm never gonna look at Austin the same as what I'm saying. Austin, who's your number five? So before we go into that, I was taking a look at my list again. Uh-huh. I definitely played towards the three point bias. That's fair. I think everyone but my number five, which I'm about to say, is a three-point shooter from three. Maybe a threat. Maybe not one of them. But I I think that's why I just subconsciously favored away from Jared Allen. But oh, my number five, this is where I put Bam Adebayo. Oh, God. And I, when you get to my four, I'll be able to explain it better. But Bam, to me, like, he played amazing. I definitely put some playoff bias into it to get him to... No, I can't say that, because he wouldn't have been lower than any of the other people. Do-do-do-do. Hold on. (laughs) My computer died. Adebayo. Angela, are you there? I hope That's you know the next time we play, I'm going to have you sit in a corner the whole game. Angelo is okay. eating while he records. I, I <laughs> caught on to that with the last pause. You apparently did not, but I wasn't going to say anything. But yes, Angelo is eating right now. You ruined his date <laughs> night to not even put Jared Allen on your top ten. Yeah, yeah. It's dickhead. fine. Everything's you fine. ruined it. So averaging yeah, 20, ruined it. nine rebounds. Um... 20 PER, 7.4 win shares, and he just... I think it's Bam's team. I really don't think it's Jimmy's team, which is why I put him at five. Oh my god! Okay, so... (laughs) I'm gonna say... I think... Jimmy is the better player than Bam, but... Bam is more the team. The franchise player? That makes no sense. That makes no sense, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's the, the identity of the team Bam mm-hmm. fits the identity of the team the heat culture more than Jimmy I, I agree with that completely yep. that's not to say so, he's the better player than Jimmy because I won't say that even though I want to because I don't like, but we'll talk about Jimmy when we get to let's not talk about Jimmy now if I've he's on the list to, I've had to listen to what? talk about Jimmy forever so, what did you just say Austin We'll get there in a few weeks. Don't you worry. Who's your number five? Who's your number five? Angelo. Angelo. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> I put, so this is a guy I probably, no, not probably. I definitely have higher. This is actually where I put Chris Stapps. Interesting. Interesting. For all the reasons that we've already mentioned, I, 23 I say, points. I, I say interesting, but he's yeah. one higher than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, for all the reasons we said, shot blocker, 23 points, 8 rebounds, 23 PER, can stretch the floor, had an amazing year, was available. Like, that's all I can say. Okay, so... Make it much better. For, for the person that actually has BAM ranked where he needs to be, I have BAM at number four. So... 
there are very few players in the NBA that are as versatile as Bam Adebayo. I would be comfortable. I wouldn't be happy, but I would be comfortable with Bam guarding or playing one through five. If you have Bam at four, you mess something up. Listen, I'm gonna. I'm about to expose you. Where did you? There's okay. I don't know. There's something at four that's better than Bam. I'm about to expose all of you. So, his versatility alone for me last season, and there, there's, oh boy, I forgot someone. Ooh. Oh boy. I yeah, yeah you forgot someone, Ryan. Yeah, you, you both did. did it. I'm about to expose both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. In my defense, I thought he was power forward, but then I realized he played center. For your favorite team. No, he didn't. He played power forward for my favorite team. That's why I forgot he was. No, you were all this team for the playoffs. No, don't even give okay. me this. Okay, so I'm going to make a quick addendum. Um, so, Bam is my number four. But I'm going to have a 3.5 is what I'm saying. And that's who Angelo's about to mention. Because I... I think on basketball reference, he shows up as a... Hold on. We're, we're, hold on. This is important. Did he show up as a center? Because he wasn't on my list. Like, not my list, but, like, the list I had of, like, positions. Ah. Ah, yes. Ah. Well. You messed up. Ah. You done messed up. Okay, so... You done messed around and you found out. It only shows him as a center for three years of his career. So, was he center last year? Because that's all that we're looking at. Yes, yes, he was. Yes, he was. So my number (laughs) four point five is no, no. (laughs) There is no bailing you out. I got this. I have won this ranking right here, right now. I won. Period. Can I I just? I'm I'm just gonna admit I'm holding the L for this one. I'm taking the L. This is Ren holding the L. I'm taking it. I was wrong. I screwed up. I don't know how I screwed up, but I'm going to do what every leader of any organization has done at any point in time and just blame everyone else. The That's list fine. I had did not have him as a center. So, Honestly, if you would have left the Discord after saying that, probably would have just kept recording, <laughs> just finished it, just done the episode without me. That would have been fine. I would have been fine. I would have signed <laughs> off on it. It would have got my stamp approval because I deserve it. Because are we are we on five or four? Now that I'm looking at it, he's my number three. Four. I feel stupid now. Okay. I am dumb. I you should am feel dumb. Really, really. Dumb, but Bam Adebayo is my four, and for all the reasons that that guy is my number three, I'm just gonna go in my corner. Austin, tell me your four. Demontis Sabonis. I hate everything. <laughs> I could have I mean... played it off. I could have played it off. I could have like because my number three, I could have just said, "Oh, I thought he was a four and just put. Montes Sabonis at the three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could have. I'm going to own up to my mistake and my screw up, and that's twice on this list. I royally screwed up this episode. <laughs> it, he it prepared really the too. That's the sad part. Sabonis, 19 points, yep. 12 rebounds, seven assists, 61 percent, 37 from three, 23.5 PER, 12.6 win share. Mm-hmm. You're wrong. What, what, what wrong. team? What team did he play for, Austin? Could you remind me, please? I think it was this team that Ren was okay. diehard for in the playoffs that got bounced in the first okay. round. Yeah, I, I did. Okay, <laughs> let me preface. I did not think he was the center of that team. I thought he was playing the four. So then that the begs the question, who do you think was the center of that team? Okay, so do you think I was actually following the Kings when I made my pick? It was a meme pick. <laughs> let me I don't know. Is Willie Colley Stein still there? <laughs> it was a meme pick, but if they win, he never would let us live that down. Oh, no, you would never <laughs> live it down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh god. Listen, just let me like I feel bad enough as it is. Like you don't have to keep like So I I'm admitting to it. I'm holding the L. Like you don't have to like try to convince me. No, I screwed up. That's me. Oh, we're I'm not convincing it. you, we're bashing you. Yeah. That's fair. Can we save this that is this the is the meme portion of the podcast. Can we save that for the group chat though? Make some memes? I don't know. Oh, there will be memes in the group chat, but this is no, we are not. So is it my turn? Is it my turn yet? Yeah, it's, it's your turn. Do you know who my number four is? Is that Demontis Sabonis? <laughs> it is indeed Demontis Sabonis. So, um, Austin already went through the reasons, but so instead I'm going to take this time and I'm just going to point out that, you know, not only in the playoffs, but throughout the, you know, regular season, Ren was like, oh, this team was the most fun team. They're so fast. I love the pace of this team. Kings all the way. Oh, go Kings, Kings, Kings. And to come to the first list of five, potentially six, and he forgot the center on this team and the center had an amazing season a breakout season that that's just that's that honestly i'm jealous that that's yeah, hell worthy i don't even think i can compete with honestly. So, is it worse he forgot sabonis or i didn't put alan on the list sabonis easily sabonis 100 percent. let's go because <laughs> like i said sabonis is probably the third best center in the nba right now that would be like, I don't know, naming the top small forwards and forgetting KD. I don't think they would be that, because I, I don't think Sabonis is on that level. I think, like he's, I think he's clear top four, man, Sabonis is, no, at I, least for I the last year. I absolutely agree. I just think center is a weaker position. That's fair. I, I, That's... I don't, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm admitting, I'm holding the L. I messed up. That's on me. I did that. Only me. I get it. <laughs> I screwed up. Absolutely. But it's not like KD. That would be stupidity. Um, I just in my head because you 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 have to remember he played for the Pacers and he played as a power forward for the Pacers. So in my head, that's all I see him as because he was the starting four with Miles Turner at the center. That's where that disconnect is. Is I don't view him as a center, even though he is. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying that's why in my head I had him. If you want to see my list, my my preliminary list of the top power forwards when we're doing next week's episode, you will see his name. I'm going to have to correct I'm, that. Um, you had him written down? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, that makes it that much worse. <laughs> because the entire time he was in Indiana, which is most of my memory, because I, I, like, I watch the Kings when I can watch the Kings, but Kings also start at ten thirty. Like, I, I can't watch the Kings games. I just look at the box four. Um, so yeah, I, I view him more as a four. I will take the L. I'm just saying that right. it, it so, is a legitimate reason. Let, let us I just rename the number four spot to the Ren takes the L spot. This is I the Ren that. takes the L spot. So Ren, you can start us with number three. Number three, I got Anthony Davis. Okay. So I think we're all going to be pretty similar on our top three because mm-hmm. I, I like what if, is there to say about Anthony Davis? Right? If I had to guess, we all have the same top three. I think one and two might be different between us, but no, that's not, it's not. So 26 points per game. Yes. The availability thing was an issue still this season. He only played 56 games. Um, But Anthony Davis is when he plays, he's going to be a top three center in the NBA. And there's nothing you can say, even though he doesn't like to play center tough cookies. You're going to do it when you're playing with LeBron James. Um, Free throw percentage was down this year, which is a little strange to me, but rebounds right where you expect them to be. Basically average to double-double when you rectify the accounting error. Hmm. I don't know. You know what isn't an accounting error, Austin? Oh, my God. What's that? We're getting DeMontis Sabonis on your top 10 centers list. But go on. Yeah, AD is amazing. So, do you both have AD at number three? Yes. Well, I do. 
I do as well. Okay, so what do you guys have? Because he attempted the same number as field goals. He he hit a higher percentage. Like, what more do you want? Like, this man deserves, honestly, I could have put him at number two. You would have. I would have. Just, like, I'm glad I didn't. Because then it would make the forgetting about Sabone <laughs> that much worse. Yeah, what a yeah. <laughs> but I did consider it for a little bit. Um, you guys have anything to add on AD? Because I really don't want to fly through the top three just because we all agree with it. I think that I think you can honestly make an argument for Davis over. Embiid simply because Embiid gets the like onus of having to be the main scorer on the team, whereas Davis has to share that responsibility with LeBron. So, yeah, I I, I can see I, it. But at the same time, Embiid has to share it with Harden and Maxi. So Harden's passing. Harden's not hard. I don't know. We Harden has like had like one or two games in the playoffs where. He looked like old Harden, but Harden is not like the dude that's going to get you 35, 40 points in the, every game. Um, Austin, do you have anything to add for Anthony Davis? Not really. We kind of beat it. Yeah, I think yeah, we yeah. have our title for this episode. This is, this is the... I hate you so much. Uh, number two, I, I have Joel Embiid. Do you, do you all agree? Yes. Yep. So this is the thing. I think center, I think that's, when we started talking about this as an idea, I suggested that we start with center because as we get lower in the list is where it's going to have some variety because you cannot, in good faith, justify Joel Embiid over Nikola Jokic. Right? Right? I think with you now, anything's possible. But yes. I have explained why I did what I did. I'm not happy about it. I'm not proud of it. But <laughs> I have a justifiable reason. It's not a good reason. I will hold the L. I'm surprised you didn't think Jokic was a point guard with how much he had the ball. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what? You talk me through, Embiid. Since you want to be a little... I mean, what's there not to say he averaged 33 he's the MVP. points? Yeah, he's the MVP. He averaged 33 points. He was the main catalyst of that mm-hmm. offense most of the regular season. And since Ren wants to forget about playoff performances and DeMontis Sabonis. Sabonis, <laughs> right over there. Um, so, do, do you think he was the MVP? It's debatable. I could see why... Voters would do that, but I don't think that he deserved it over Jokic. Yeah, all I needed to hear. I I understand the voter fatigue. I don't. I don't think it was the right call. Yeah. If you take I think out after, if you take out Go the ahead, context Angel. of Jokic had already won it two times in a row, and we haven't had a three-time MVP since who? I don't even remember. What was, what was the last three-time MVP, Austin? Just, it was. I'll look it up. Okay. But while he's looking it up, once you understand, like, take that context out of the way and just look at the numbers, it should have been Jokic. It's just, they didn't, the voters at that time didn't want it to be Jokic. It couldn't be Jokic. And that's basically the crutch of what I was saying all season. It couldn't be Jokic. I said at one point during this podcast, Jesus could come down from the heavens and say, Nikola Jokic is the MVP and he's still going to win MVP. And I, I believe, and I wholeheartedly believe in that there is nothing that man could have done that could have justified that MVP to those voters. Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Exactly. 84 to 86. Side note, Nikola Jokic is, nickname is Big Honey and I've never known that but like I mess with it that's a good nickname um so moving to our number one is the best player in the NBA right now right like we're it is Nikola Jokic 
Yep, easily. Yeah, it's easily hands down. Like this was the one. I'm. I didn't move Embiid. Embiid stayed at number two. So Jokic and and Embiid, I did not move. Like those were the two that were set in stone for my preliminaries. Um, and for good reason. There's. He should have been the season MVP. He was the Finals MVP. I'm not factoring his playoff performance into that or my rankings at all. But he absolutely should have been the season MVP. And we saw that based on his playoff performance because he continued that level of dominance. I'm still stuck on the fact that I, I screwed up. I would be too. Don't worry, buddy. You guys lead this one. You, you're 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 taking over this episode. I'm okay. Depressed. Is there anything that you first off before I go? Is there anything you want to add to Nikola Jokic being number one, Austin? Um, not really. I did. I kind of factored his playoff appearance into my I list. I think I had Jokic over Embiid, anyways. But I think seeing him in the playoffs, how he was, yeah, I think that definitely solidified the fact that Joel shouldn't have gotten the MVP. It pushes it over the edge. The playoffs had no impact on me putting Jokic at number one, I'm just saying. The playoffs had no impact on you forgetting Demontis Sabonis, too, I'm sure. Go on, Austin. That's but all that I had. Could... I mean, the man averaged damn near triple-double. Yeah, and that's kind of the crazy part is um, who was talking about it? Oh, yeah, it was it was freaking Jokic and LeBron where I think it was two or three seasons ago, Jokic got a switch onto LeBron. And in the post game, he said, "You know, that's a mismatch for our, for my team." And he just said it casually, like like it was nothing. Jokic's like mindset and demeanor, I just I just cannot get over, man. Like he is so laissez da. Yeah, he treats it as a nine to five. This yeah, paycheck for him, absolutely. Yeah, and that's to the scary. to the point where he can call LeBron James, who's like six eight, six nine, two hundred and fifty pounds in a walking locomotive when he's down the court. Yeah, that's a mismatch. Okay, that's the thing. Cool. Like, imagine, I want you to stop and think. Like, what cool. if you took this seriously? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Scary because he doesn't at all, and you can see that in how he plays. Like, in the post game, he was he, he heard about the parade and was like, "Oh, I don't get to go home yet." Like, what? You just won the NBA Finals, dude. The show some. That's all it is. Show some. Is- I don't, man. That's that better. That better be Adam's favorite player. That's all I gotta say. It should be. Every, I think anyone that's a fan of basketball should like Nikola Jokic. He plays the game the right way. Not, I'm not saying that like ESPN calls it the classy player. Um, I'm just saying like he does everything you want. He defends decently. He gets rebounds. He gets points. He gets assists. Like he doesn't do anything wrong, and he doesn't care. Right? No, not at all. Like this isn't this isn't LeBron or Kobe or MJ sitting in a gym after they just lost the NBA Finals and shooting 3,000 shots because they missed a shot from that spot. This is a guy that showed up, won, and did not care that he won. He won. This is this is the player that Jimmy Butler wishes he was. Because I guarantee you, had the Heat won, Jimmy would have been jumping around like crazy. Oh, heck yeah. But, but Jokic, I don't get to go home. Like, he's yeah. just depressed. You mean I don't get to go home? Uh, the the lazy spraying of the champagne, like he did not care. He literally did not care. I don't know. And I, I think that's something that's to be admired. Um I don't know about admired, but I do appreciate that, you know I think I do appreciate the idea that, you know, no matter what's happening, he's gonna still stay at his baseline. And I think that that is probably the thing that helps him the most is just staying at a solid baseline and continually making decisions 
and shots just on that even keel plane. So, well, I've got to make some immediate revisions to my uh, power forward list for next week. Um, oh, do you? Are you sure? Yeah. You want to put the Matsumoto's on there? Hopefully, next week we don't have last minute, so we can spend more time researching. Because I start researching the day before we record. I'd not start, but like. Fun fact, um, I had started researching, and when Austin said, uh, can we move it to tomorrow, well, like, when I read that that morning, I was like, okay, well, then I'll research tomorrow when I'm off, and then we'll have the episode. That did not happen. Yeah, we we crammed this one, so I apologize now. Hey, Ren. The the speed, yeah. Just so you know, Kevin Durant is listed as a power forward. Was he really? Did he play... I'm gonna fact check. I'm gonna start researching. He's early. played power forward since Brooklyn. Yeah, but did he start more games at the four or the three? Because listed is different than what they started at. I can I can believe that, especially post the trade. I mean, yeah, I'll 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 grant it. But so I think as we progress through these lists, with the exception of I think the shooting guard, I think that there's gonna be a lot more volatility and a lot more like movement in our lists. Who were your near misses, by the way? Because I had, so just off the top of my head, uh, Yusuf Nurkic was one. Um, Gobert was a near miss. He was actually my number 11. Um, Austin better have had Jared Allen as a near miss. Yep, he was a near miss for me. Gobert. Mm-hmm. Um, my top, go ahead, sorry. Brooke no, you're Lopez good. Was a miss for me. Yeah, my top three near misses was Lopez, Vujic, and uh, Aiton. Those are my three misses. Near misses. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess you didn't have Aiton in 10. No, I did not. Others were like Wendell Carter, Carter Jr., um, Robert Williams. Even though I think availability would have ruled him out, he never made it onto my short list. I uh, looked yeah. at Robert Williams, and I was like, eh. Uh-huh. I think yeah, he played like 20-something games, yeah. and I was like, yeah. yeah. Clint Capella was also one I looked at pretty hard but yeah i also didn't think of jacob hurdle i i know we talked about jacob hurdle right before we came on the air but mm-hmm. i i he didn't even cross my mind yeah um steven adams not necessarily like it's not that he was a near miss but i did think about him for a minute yeah. um but yeah outside of that that's that's center is really weak Center is really weak. I yeah. will say. Especially when you uh, leave out one of the top five. Up. I have already admitted to the L. I am holding it. Okay. I don't know why you're trying to, to remind me of it, because I am agreeing with you. L. Holding. Me. I got it. Um. So next week we'll do the power forwards position. It'll be fun. I don't know. I mean, with I, I know who all of our number one will be, and maybe our number two, but we'll see. Um, follow us on all the social medias. Austin is now in his house, and he is out of well, not out of work. He's a teacher, so he's not working right now because it is the summer. So yep. Austin is active on social media. Follow us on all forms of social media except for TikTok. Apparently, I don't have a hand in any of this. Uh, we are at no reserves radio on those. We are also on Twitch. We have not started streaming yet. It will not just be basketball related. It'll just be our basically what started the idea of this podcast, which was our conversations. Because we the way we're talking is the way we talk all the time to each other. Um, so if you like this and would like more of it, follow us on Twitch because we will start streaming. It'll be, typically be from Angelo or myself streaming, I believe. We're still working out the finer details, but follow us along. Um, 